Talks Women Share the Radio Show. We're live in Q4 Studio after an amazing Fourth of July day. I don't call it a weekend because literally I had to go back to work. I don't know about these two. <laughs> but how we throw the holiday in the middle of the week and then boom. So um but I know some people are celebrating the entire holiday weekend. So hope you guys are having an amazing time with family, friends, however you're spending this weekend. And we definitely want to say thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of Vault Talk Women Share the Radio Show. Definitely an honor to have so much support and love around something that we love to do every single week, unless one of us is out of town. Then we miss being here to be able to um, embrace this platform that God has given us to literally impact the lives of many, um, specifically women. However, we do have many opportunities where we do include men on the show, such as um, our fourth Saturdays where it's he said, she said, they share the relationship segment or here um, as we unleashed church unplugged Mm -hmm. last month and so just being able to have different voices to rally around that it's um just an honor to be here um i was sharing with the ladies when you've been given an assignment as such because this is an assignment um it's something that we love to do however it comes at a cost and a price there's the sacrificing of time there's the sacrificing of a lot of things that people don't see behind the scenes to make such things take up take place and so you know it's definitely an honor and privilege to serve because that's what we do here on this mm-hmm. platform um however there's so much that goes into it where it's like woo. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus, do you hear my cry? Do you hear me, Lord? I need you. You know, so like for real, you know, it's real. It's real. And, you know, I think sometimes, especially as women, you know, we carry the assignments in such excellence. And so there's times that we want to drop the ball, but we can't. We know that, you know, people uh, are attached to our assignment so it's not just something we can just you know drop or place in anybody's hands for that matter so mm-hmm. you know I can't say enough that I'm thankful for uh, the tribe that God sent me with um, Gabby and Isha I mean I couldn't ask for a better set of women to be able to work with as we really 
now, even with Vault Talks, Women Share the Sister Circle, stepping out of the studio to be in the community more to share about matters that pertain to our world as women. So really excited um, as I, I'll segue into that. Um, let me get all the information here. But on the 20th of this month, we're kicking off Vault Talks, Women Share the Sister Circle. Um, and it's been on our hearts to do for, man, before Isha was a part, we talked about it, Gab. Yeah, we did. Yeah, and it was just like, oh, okay, okay. Da, 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 <laughs> you know, <laughs> how that happens sometimes. You're like, okay, but when, but when? And so now it's our time and definitely our turn to be able to bring such um, opportunity and opportunity is such to be able to serve women within our community. So we're really excited about it. Um, and we could not do this without Bronze Beauty Chicago. Thank you so much for just giving us the space to do so. Um, if you don't know about Bronze Beauty Chicago, I'm getting ready to share with you who they are. Um, they were on the show. Ooh, when was that? Was that me? Or was that June? That was, was that me? Yes. Yeah, it was May. That, that was May. Here. That's the show I missed. Uh-huh. Yeah, that mm. was May. And um, just a beautiful woman. Her name is Jackie um, Criddle. And she is really passionate about the work that she does in Bronze Beauty Chicago. Bronze Beauty Chicago is... Um, a naturalist beauty supply boutique and salon so all things natural and so definitely visit their website bronzebeautychicago.com to find out when they're operating everything that they do um, really excited that they're opening their doors to us so you can catch Vought Talks Women Share the Sister Circle um, every third Saturday um, from four to six. And so Bronze Beauty Chicago is located at 219 East 31st Street here in Chicago, 60616, just in case you need that zip code to put it in your GPS. So again, um, really excited. We're talking about beauty is not the beast. And so um, it's interesting. I've had that in my notebook for a about two years now and just talking about what that means. And so no there's no coincidence that we get to talk about this subject at Bronze Beauty Chicago um, as it is a naturalist beauty supply boutique and salon just talking about all things beauty and what does that look like. Um, and we could talk about that a little bit today, just the myth of beauty. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll dig into that a little bit more. Um, so, yeah, great things are happening. We're in the seventh month second part of the year what are you expecting to see for yourself gab oh okay <laughs> <laughs> she just That's, hit you with it gabby yeah wow um i really don't know hmm. i haven't thought about it for no yeah. When the summertime hits, honestly, that's legit my time to kind of like relax and reset because mm. then my mind goes right back into the school year. In another you know month. What I mean? yeah. yeah. So, I mean, when I think about things, I mean, I have thought about the school year, anything outside of that. So, I've just been really praying that I have 
great class. I have a peaceful year. I have a productive year. Um, you know, that I'm not drained like I usually am. So I've been thinking about, you know, I've been thinking about the past school year and things that I want to be different. Mm. Um, but anything outside of like my work life, I haven't really pondered on anything else. <laughs> well, <laughs> if you will, <laughs> you definitely have an opportunity to do so. We're only six days in, so yeah. you're good. I mean, um, Isha, what about you? Have you been thinking of? I mean, I mean, I know you have. We've been we've had some offline conversations about um, some things that you desire to achieve period mm-hmm. um i definitely want to push these last Ooh. few months of the year and we all know the acronym for push that people like to use which is pray until something happens and since the first of this month i've been journaling my prayers mm-hmm. um because i am and takara knows this but i am Putting out a prayer journal um, here soon. Woo, woo, woo. We're going to talk more about that later. But oh. I decided to go ahead and start the process because I think God has been pushing me to do so. I've just been putting it off. And mm-hmm. so I know that it'll work and it'll, you know, prove what I'm thinking. And I think it already has. Um, but, yeah, just doing more journaling. Um working on some passion projects that I need to really push out and just praying more and see what, what God has for me. Just trying to stay in line and aligned. That's awesome. And that's been the word all year. I mean, I, (laughs) it goes back to being mindful of the words that you release out of your mouth. And so, um, I remember back in January, I was at a conference and I, we were going around the table and um, the question was, what do you see yourself doing or what do, where do you want to be this year? Or, you know, just that whole, you know, what's your thought process around this year, right? And I remember clear as day as me saying that this is a year of alignment. I see God putting things together for the better good and not just me, but people and your assignments and destiny and um yeah, sometimes you say things and it's like your spirit talks and then you're like, oh, did mm-hmm. I really just release that? Mm-hmm. And so after I said it, I was like, oh, did I really just say that? And so, you know, just being able to see how God has really been aligning things, um, even just in my life and those that I'm connected to, it's like, wow, this is really the year of alignment. And so what I'm seeing is that, you know, we're, we're getting ready to step into a whole new century like seriously Mm -hmm. like in a couple months 2020 and you know i remember when people were like oh my god it's 1999 the world's gonna end the world's gonna end blah blah yeah Yeah. like do you have everything in place you know all these things and you're like what you know people going to the grocery store you know buying everything off the shelves you know just like freaking out (laughs) I remember that. And I was so scared because that was the year I graduated out of high school. And so I was like, <laughs> am I going to graduate? Is it really going to happen? That's horrible. You know? I think, but the more we talk about it now. You it's not back. century. It's it's not century. I'm using the wrong word. What is it? It's not century. We're stepping into another something. 
10 years. You Every 10 years. Decade. Decade. There it is. Decade. No. My bad. Look. Coming into a new year. Right. I've been saying century. It's a decade, y'all. It's a decade. Excuse me. I am not perfect by any means. And I have no problem saying, excuse me, I am wrong. So it's a decade. I looked it up. God's like, no, boo. <laughs> Look up the right word. No, it's a decade for sure. Um, a new decade that we're stepping into. And so it's like, okay, God is really preparing us to really embrace what 2020 has for us and understanding that um, that's you have to be in alignment you you gotta you gotta get it together there's some things that you just gotta get together mm-hmm. <laughs> what? i wish you could see the look takara is giving me right now <laughs> gabby is in gabby world <sighs> yeah that's how you feel this morning <laughs> what look i'm Minding. Yeah, I, 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 I see. I'm listening. I can multitask. Uh huh. As a woman, you multitask. Okay. I'm listening. Yeah. I'm minding my business. Yeah. You I'm sure about that? I'm uh-huh. minding more of my business. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I'm is. I uh, really? I'm okay. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to my world, everybody. I really wish I could just see the cards. <laughs> I'm going to get her here at 1030, you know. (laughs) We still got some time together (laughs) on the air. Hallelujah. (laughs) Glory be his holy name. There she goes. Come on, Not at all bullshit. Hey, stop it. Come on, first lady. Stop it. Look, that's what you need to be thinking about. Oh. 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 What? (laughs) Really? Yeah, I said what I said, and I meant it. Mm. Oh, that side Go ahead, eye. Tell everybody what Vault Talks with Miss Cheryl, what we do on the <laughs> Go ahead and tell them. That's what you got pulled up on your computer, ain't it? <laughs> Go ahead and tell them. All this shade. <laughs> it's not shade. Let me it's put these true. on. Let me. <laughs> they had me rocking my, my shades in, in, in the studio this morning. Oh, oh, real cute. Thanks. I got a. I got a. Those are some first lady shades. Ooh. <laughs> ain't that easy? <laughs> 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 That's why she's laughing. <laughs> Jack in the box. <laughs> I'm not going to say nothing to Cara. I'm got just. a little Christian tea today. Come. You better come on. Come on, sis. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I am like, wow, gay. <laughs> this is why I mind my business. <laughs> Profit is on. <laughs> yeah. That's what you see. Absolutely. First lady, all that. Come on. The Vault Talks Women Share Radio Show is a platform full of empowerment. It's definitely a place where women can come to learn more and share more about matters which pertain to the world. And it's definitely on this platform where women can come and share about fashion, love, relationships, current events, business, entrepreneurship, support, and, of course, ways to be empowered as women. It's so funny because... <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna tell that. Mm-hmm. Anyways, <laughs> wait, everybody wait a Okay, so I've memorized this, and so I thought that <laughs> I thought I was dreaming earlier this morning. I was dreaming earlier this morning, but I literally recited this in my dream. Did you? Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, why does this feel like deja vu right now? <laughs> Yikes! All right, so. 
for those of you that are new to the show, thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in. Either if you're catching this live, um, <laughs> or you're catching the podcast, we thank you. So a couple ways that you can stay in touch with us. One being um, on Instagram, um, vault underscores, talk underscores, women underscore share. Or if there's something particular you want to hear from us, um, a topic you want to be on the show, maybe you have a new book that you want to present, ladies, you have a new business that you're birthing, maybe there's a new not-for-profit that you are bringing to the area, or not even just here in the Chicagoland area, just as a whole, let us know. Um, email us at vtws at vosint.com. So that's vtws at vosint.com. <laughs> we need cameras in here. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, a, he's like delusional because I woke him up out of his sleep. Okay, so Isha's son has been gracing us with his presence here for the past couple weeks and he's adorable Mm -hmm. cameron how old are you he's eight he's from the south he's so adorable handsome handsome i'm sorry you're handsome cam (laughs) and i'm sitting here we're doing what we do and he's in his own little little zone but you know but you know when kids are in their zone they do some of the funniest (laughs) things and he caught me off guard. Unbothered and unamused. Right, right. It's like, all right, this is boring. <laughs> That's like, so let me switch devices. I have the phone and the iPad. Okay, <laughs> let me go back to there. Anyways, <laughs> um, man, to be eight again. Jeez. Anyways, okay, so we're going to dive in. Um, let's dive in with this quote that Isha pulled up for us. The quote. Ooh, she had the voice this morning. (laughs) All right, boys. Okay. um, Every next level of your life will demand a different you. Hmm. One more time. Yes. Every next level of your life will demand a different you. Who want to go first? Not, Not it. Okay, that means me. Yeah, bring it home, girl. <laughs> One more time. Every next level of your life will demand a different you. Hmm. Okay, so recently I submitted my resignation on my job that I've been on for six years. Seven. It'll be seven years in actually September. It'll be seven years. And, um, doing that was definitely something that I knew was brewing. Um, however, it's a leap of faith at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're used to working a job and you know how money is going to come in on a regular basis, you know, you get paid every two weeks or once a month, whatever that looks like, you get comfortable in a place And so now that I've launched out and stepped out into this new realm, first of all, there's so much freedom in it. Um, And knowing that um, it's my time to do so. You know, you just don't jump out in something just to jump out. Um, And for me, God has been showing me the signs and I've been ignoring them. And so... 
it takes another level to operate in your next level, which means it takes another you to operate in that new level that is evolving. And so that may take another, um, for me, another level of faith, another level of dedication, another level of productivity, another level of reevaluating what I'm doing now because it's going to have to change because my life is getting ready to change in a different way. Mm. So when you've been programmed to get up, go to a job, come home, you know, I'm literally reprogramming my life because now it's me working my passion and purpose on a full-time basis. Mm. And not to say that working my job wasn't because I had to find the common denominator of what kept me there so long, and that was serving. And so once I was able to find that common denominator, like what is it that keeps me here? And in my role, I'm able to help people get to their next level by providing them internships. And so, you know, really looking at what makes you tick is really important to be able to embrace that next level of life that you have that that's there for you. I mean, like I said, all the signs were there, um, but it took for me to leap to be like, OK, it's time and understanding that there's a new level of commitment that has to come into play for this to even work. And so um, recognizing what shifts are needed to embrace your next mm. because it just doesn't fall in your lap and you just roll with it. That no, I was happening. just about to say, it's that, not that all ain't, there. That's not that. It's, it's not all figured out. It's stuff it's, you have to go through in order to even know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and so, you know, um, <laughs> telling my mom was probably the hardest thing. How come? Cause it's mama. Mamas are programmed to protect no matter how old you are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, they want to make sure you're good. And so <laughs> I was very strategic. Hey, Granny, I know you're listening. <laughs> yes, I was very strategic when I told your daughter that I was leaving my job. <laughs> we were out doing Manny Petty Day. And we love to eat. Yes, we do. Sure enough. Make sure she's pampered and her belly. Yeah. <laughs> I was very strategic now. And so my mom loves Crackle Barrel. That's who we were. And she's shopping and she had something that she liked in her hand. I was like, okay, good. Yeah. Right. Let me go ahead and drop it right here. Drop it like it's. Yep. So I did. And she looked at me and she goes, is this cute? I was like, did you, you, was like, did you not hear what I just told you? And so once we got to the table, we dialogued and I get teary eyed just thinking about how I was so fearful of telling her and her, her response to me was, oh, you're stepping out on faith. Those were her words verbatim. Mm -hmm. And so it allowed for me to see her growth and maturity in God and the things of God Mm -hmm. and for her to see how passionate I am about everything that I do in yeah. reference to my business and my brand. And so she's like, oh, okay. And, you know, there was one concern, and I told her, you know, I'm not worried about this, this, and this. And she was like, okay. And we ate, and we kept it moving. You know, so, you know, I'm even reminded that what you think is going to be something that's going to be like, oh, my God, 
it ain't. Mm-hmm. You I know, know it's always it like that. We're always <sighs> so scared to mm-hmm. like take that leap, and then after we do it, we're like, "What was? Oh, uh, what was of? I scared like, of? Yeah, it's over. Like, that oh my god, so bad. And that's how, <laughs> and, and that's crazy because that's how I feel when because I had planned. I'm like, I'm gonna do my resignation this day. Da da da, and I couldn't do it. I got so scared. So one of my colleagues was like, "Take the weekend." Did I tell y'all the story? Mm-hmm. I, haven't t- I told you. Mm-hmm. And so I took the weekend, Gabby, because Isha knows the story. Now yeah, y'all they all. Me. They look, sidebar, they left me out of their group chat. They left me out of the. Oh my God. No. <laughs> look, Gabby be fasting on Facebook. Well, we'll talk about this later. Okay. On okay. Yeah, no, we- Gabby has an Android. Let's put that out. Ah, there, there it is. is. Ah, yes. So y'all are, so y'all are discriminating because I have an it's Android. It's that Android action of yours. I thought this was the sister circle. It is. trying to ask me out because I have an it all makes sense, y'all. Stop haters. it! Y'all Stop haters. it! Haters! Stop it! I don't even know where I was. I'm not fooling. I'm done. I don't even. Know. Where was I talking? No, oh, yeah. I, I all don't the know. Isha knows. I don't Got know. It. Bye. All the signs were there. Like my church had 12 hours of prayer. I went to prayer. Got major confirmation the next day. Got confirmation again. Sunday got major confirmation and Sunday I was leaving John Hanna's and you know I don't know Chicago like that I used, mm. you know so I thought I was going back towards Stony, but I was actually going the other way so I literally turned down this one way street and I was telling Isha how literally you know on the east side there's a bunch of one ways so as I was getting ready to turn down the street you know the brownstones have mm-hmm. storefronts and then you know so there was this huge sign. I don't even know what type of organization it is, but they basically they help you fire your boss. And that was the thing that I looked at as I was turning the corner <laughs> down the street that I can't even tell you down because I was just trying to turn down the first one way street to get oh, me right. back to the other. And that's the street that God had me turn on. I said, OK. <laughs> All right. 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 <laughs> and so, <I> quit. <laughs> you know, but I say all that I'm sharing this story to help somebody else, because the thing is, is what you think is going to be the worst thing or you're, you're in fear, man, swallow some faith. And I'm telling you, it's going to work out for your good. Yeah. Like, I mean, people are like, what's your plan? And you can get down. And I'm like, they sound just like that. <laughs> to me, they do. <laughs> You know, more like want 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 want. That's what they sound like. <laughs> because I'm not hearing that. Yeah, I'm not. Can. I'm not hearing that. I'm strictly focused on what I know. God has been showing me, telling me all that, and so all my faith is going in that. Period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I say all that because that right there is next level. Yeah. For some of us, we just we just need to max out on faith, and it's hard. Especially we talk about this a lot. The whole tribe piece. Knowing who you got around you. Mm-hmm. I haven't had any naysayers in my ear talking about you crazy. What are you thinking? Mm-hmm. Are you, you know, people are like, are you sure? You know, <laughs> but that's a normal response. And then we have to take it from the perspective that we were raised. You know, you don't leave a job without a job. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, so people then, will condemn you for leaving yes. a job with like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So all that is, you know, but that's when you have to take that. That next level has to be in your brain. Like, no, I'm not focusing. So needless to say, you know, I'm right. I can I can get with that quote. Gabby, it's your turn. 
I said enough. I mean, <laughs> you just preached. <laughs> well, you you, mean, you said first lady, you I know. Don't need, I mean, right. Listen, she brought it home. Mm. What is it? Every new level will require a different you? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Shush. I, mean, I know. Man. <laughs> just even thinking about, just thinking it. about it. I mean, yeah, that's definitely true. I mean, even when you think of, what analogy can I use? When you're thinking about, like, changing trying to transition into like a healthy lifestyle what do you do you start off with maybe eat it right you got to change your mind about the foods that you eat then you're like okay i want to take it a step further the eating right has me looking good feeling good now i'm gonna start exercising Mm -hmm. and you may start off small in the gym you know you got to get your mind right then you're like okay now i'm in the gym and i see this so much online where people will start off super basic in the gym and then all of a sudden they want to be they want to run like a marathon <laughs> or like they become a bodybuilder and just like seeing their journey because now they're like okay I've I've um I feel like I've done everything that I can do at this level mm-hmm. I want to do more and so then just even seeing how they've literally like you were saying earlier T had to change like their mindset and their way of thinking and legit their lifestyle and it does require another level of dedication and faith and consistency that you can't um that you can't ignore what you did before to get to that first level isn't you know you can't do it it's not gonna cut it it at the next level that you want Mm -mm. um and i think a lot of times like like you were saying before like just that whole being comfortable piece makes us stuck yes at a certain level because that's what's worked before mm-hmm. so i think a lot of times when we're like well this has worked before in the past like i can keep doing this yep. jesus but then you're going around in circles like well i don't understand why this isn't working yeah. well you're at a new level like this isn't gonna work here you gotta <laughs> you know pull a do a little remix or something yeah <laughs> Sprinkle a little salt on that action. It's not working anymore. And that's okay. And then I think sometimes when you're used to doing something and then you do get to that new level and you're trying to do that old thing and it's not working anymore, people feel like, okay, well, maybe it's not meant to be. Right. And then they get discouraged and they're like, you know what, just forget it. It's too hard. It's too difficult. I mean, it's not going to be easy. Even when you do step out on faith and trust God and you know you're hearing from him and um just like with you quitting your job and stuff like that it's not easy Mm -mm. it never is and i think a lot of times when we do step out on faith um we expect everything to just go smoothly so the first sign of something going wrong we like count ourselves out oh i should have stayed like this isn't right i don't know Mm -hmm. and it's like no Mm -hmm. i mean even if you were to say stuff goes wrong at your regular job all the time or just in life period um and i think a lot of times when we also you know are to attain more for ourselves um we don't give ourselves enough credit either you know that takes a lot it takes a lot to even have the mindset and maturity mm-hmm. to even realize that you want better for yourself mm-hmm. and then to actually act on that. Right. Like, that's a lot. It is. To even realize that, like, okay, I can't do this anymore. I can't hang around the same people. I can't do the same things. I can't 
talk the same way I was before, you know what I mean? And there's so many factors that I realize now that makes myself and other people included discouraged to even keep going. Because at first sign of adversity, like, for I'm out. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> Chuck the Dose. See me when you see me. <laughs> because at each new level it's gonna it's going there's gonna be new levels of adversity and struggle too. And I don't think mm. people take that into account. No. Yes, no, we don't. We have this picture perfect idea of what things are gonna be like once Absolutely. we leap. And then when we, <laughs> when we get there, we gonna like I'm looking not around to like be struggling. I'm not ready. Says who? No, it's a whole new level oh, of man. BS that you're going to have to Woo-wee. deal with and work through. In order to build you though, to Absolutely. get to that to As, that next, and especially when you know that you're 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 this is your calling, this is your assignment. You have to you have to expect that. It ain't going to be a walk in the park always. Mm. It ain't going to be a walk on the beach always because you're building not only yourself, but you're building other people. So it's like you have to understand that this thing is a ministry. Like when you're called to something and everybody talks about, I want the ministry is when you are inside the four walls and you preach a sermon and you. No, man. No, that's not what ministry is. Tell a first lady what is <laughs> you Come on. I'm here for it. That's not what ministry is, you know, and ministry is just really pouring back into the people. We're ministers without that official being ordained and blah, 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 Mm -hmm. if that's your call, Mm -hmm. period. You ain't got to wear the collar to be called. I'm going to say it again. That was good. That was good. You ain't got to wear the collar to be called. Yeah. You just got to know that you called. Sheesh. Woo-wee. That was good to my soul. <laughs> like, you know, but you got to understand that this thing comes with a price, man. This yeah. thing ain't easy. No, you know, no. I mean, think about when we started Church Unplugged. Like, I've spoke about it. It was crazy. Warfare was nuts Saturday after that. And it's like Church Unplugged is one of the segments that got the most viewings when we went live. Mm. People need to hear this. People need to understand that there's things that happen in the world that need to be talked about. So when you go to that next level, it's like you're really you're really honing in on who you are even the more. The more you accept that call to go to the next, it's like, okay, I got it. Okay, I got it even more. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got it even more. Okay, now I got it even more. And that never maxes out. Yeah. That's something that, okay, you, 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 you hit your limit. No, that's not what this is about. But I, it goes back to me just being an identity and life coach, you know, helping christian women identify who they are it's like first of all acknowledge who you are Mm -hmm. so then you can you can understand that you can go here 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 and here and some more kind of like dr shola she was on the show gabby we're gonna have to have her back on the show so you can meet dr shola yeah you just be missing everything so dr shola was talking about how you know people want you to be one thing and that's it yeah. And she was talking about when she, because she's a doctor, like she's a physician doctor, and she stopped practicing to become a life coach, author, speaker, and people were like, I thought you were a doctor. You know, what are you thinking about being a life coach? You know, she was like, why can't I be all that? Mm-hmm. You know, so again, even just, thank you. Mm. 
tuning out the naysayers, you know, tuning out those people that would love to slow you down. Mm -hmm. It's um, it's a must when you realize it's time for you to go to the next level. It's funny because I was having a conversation um, yesterday with a good friend of mine, and we were talking about gifts. And I've come to realize that we have more than one. God mm-hmm. didn't just bless us with just one gift. So it kind of ties into what Dr. Shola was talking about. She's a physician. She's a speaker. She's an author. She, you know, she's all these things. It's because that's what God has blessed her with. And you exercise each gift in a different season of your life. Ooh-wee. So I think um, if you're operating in purpose, you're going to operate in your different gifts so she's a doctor she now she's operating as a speaker she was you know wasn't she in the church as a a minister so she did all these things and all of those things were in her all of those things were her gifts from god and she's just living out her purpose yes that's it we cannot block off just the one because i decided i wanted to be you know pursue social work at the age of 18 Mm. fresh out of high school Went to college, you know, got my degree. That's a part of me. I always knew I wanted to help people Mm -hmm. and, you know, service and that type of thing. Okay, so that's one part. I did that in that season from, like, 18 up until at least now, 28. Ten years. Okay, now I'm walking into the next season. Yeah. You know, and operating in other gifts. Like, being here is a blessing for me to be able to speak and, you know do all the things that we do so it's just like I'm you ask what I'm looking forward to like that second part of you know opening up the other gifts and operating in those so I think we have to not condemn people when they choose to switch or when they choose to go to school for art or dance over business or you know being a doctor like God put different things in in all of us so we have we have to operate in or we'll be miserable and that's good that you said it like that because I think about, and I'm thankful this wasn't me per se, um, when kids come to their parents and say, I want to major in theater, and their parents are like, no, you need to major in business, mm-hmm. or no, you need to major in finances, or no, you need to major in management, or no, you need to major in social work, because they know that it's more um, likely, using your quotes, that they can get a job in those areas and not even taking into account that their child has a vision for what they desire Mm -hmm. to do that can unlock so many doors because it's not management. Mm -hmm. It's not finance. It's not these norms. And so, you know, um, I think it's important to be able to even acknowledge your gifts. And then I think about those that don't even know what that looks like. Mm -mm, They don't. They don't even know what it looks like. Okay, I'm good in this. I'm good in that. I'm good in this. Yet my family's telling me don't pursue that, even though that's what my heart desire is. Yeah. There's so many people that are out there that are just miserable. But even the people who did go to school to be the doctors, the lawyers, whatever you 
the good job, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Half of them are miserable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Half of them get into it and realize, I don't like this. This mm-hmm. is too stressful. And they change. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And that's the thing. You can always change your mind yeah. and decide to do something different if it doesn't work out. When you're living your life for yourself. Absolutely. And not for other people. Absolutely. And that's the key. I remember my mom thought I was never going to graduate from college. Yeah. They'll, they'll oh see my God. You and, and they don't know what you go through during that journey. Like, it's a struggle to to get through if you're working a job if you have kids and you're going to school yeah. like you don't know what this looks like you just see man you look know. you have it set in your mind how it's supposed to be did your mom graduate from college i was the first one i college? was the first one in my family mm-hmm. to go to college yeah. and so for me it was um <laughs> looking back i can definitely laugh um and appreciate the time too i went to a community college in champagne um Went there for four years, changed my major three or four times. I didn't know. Yeah. You know, I thought this was what I wanted. Then, nope, thought this was what I wanted. Nope, thought, mm-mm. And I remember. <laughs> I remember. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Basically, <laughs> my, my mama was like, Takara Nicole, what are you doing? And I think <laughs> one of the th- one of the things that really got her attention was I thought I wanted to go into forensics. And one of the classes was we were working on cadavers. And I was like, Mom, oh, my God, you wouldn't believe what I did today. So it was the day that we played on cadavers. Like, we had, like, this fake crime scene, and we had to evaluate this, this, and this. And we cut in the cadaver, and we doing all these things. She's like, what in the hell is wrong with you? You <laughs> like playing with dead bodies? I mean, she <laughs> she was like, what are you thinking? Like, I remember her, like, Takara, like, if you don't get your life all the way together. Like, she didn't say it like that. But I can tell, like, she was like, what are you doing, mm-hmm. child? Like, yeah. are you ever going to get done? And so it's funny because, you know, I switched my major from rhetoric to criminal justice to it was to the point where... When I graduated from U of I, I had so many credits. I just graduated with liberal arts and science because I had so many credits. <laughs> I mean, I graduated with like 128 or 29 credit hours because a lot of them transferred over from from the community college. I'm like, all these mugs traveling. This one, this one, this one, and this one. Oh, especially this one. I need it. I need all of it. And so, I mean, and even me going to a community college in Champaign was um not what i desired and god reminded me this morning now that i'm actually saying this is what when we pray for something it doesn't come the way that we want it to but 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 he answers it and it doesn't come in the way that we desire it to come so segueing i was told back in high school that i would not be able to get into u of i because of my grades now i was my my gpa was decent however at that time u of i's gpa standard was really really high back almost 20 years ago wow i just said that yeah and so um my counselor let me back up i went to a majority caucasian high school um and my counselor goes well you can probably get in because you're black we can try to see if you you know and i was like what did she really just tell me that so it kind of discouraged me right And so I was like, no, I'm not giving up on this. So that's when I decided to go to the community college and then transfer into U of I. That was always the plan. 
I thought it was going to be a two-year plan and to be in a four-year plan, mm-hmm. but yet and still I graduated from the college of my choice. Yeah. You know, um, needless to say, you know, um, just really reflecting on life as a whole, you know, there's times where we think it's going to happen one way and it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, for those that are trying to figure out life, you know, it can be tough to literally um, just leap, but it's needed if that's what you're seeing for yourself. Agreed. Absolutely. Agreed. Absolutely. Are you looking at me like that? Yeah, when you offering who needs to write up an offer oh my god what's your cash at no that is so <laughs> religious i can't stand that <laughs> so into this good word that i release yeah. what no it's not how that works <laughs> jesus that's that genie type action oh don't don't give me that we're gonna say that for church unplugged one day <laughs> church unplugged july 20th Are you gonna be here? I gotta check my calendar. Yeah, can you can That's you the sister circle event? Can you call yeah. your assistant and see if you're gonna I will. be free I'll that let day? You know <laughs> yeah, if I'm booked. Whatever, y'all. You no, shenanigans. I don't, I don't get the messages. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. That's because you be te- you look. I not ten thirty. Ten thirty can't come quick enough. Ten thirty can't come quick enough. I'm not fooling with you this morning. <laughs> I'm not. All right, so women's circle or the sister circle. Let's talk about beauty. beauty. Come on, beauty star over here. Well, what about beauty? We were talking beauty about it earlier. Yeah, beauty, beauty is not, is not, not the, the beast. beast. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Because you're, um, you're not wearing your pony today. <laughs> oh, tried it. No, I left the pony at the house. The pony is in the stable today. No. Um, <laughs> no, but I think there are definitely a lot of different standards of beauty and we all try to measure ourselves against those um standards which can cause for a lot of hurt a lot of insecurity a lot of self-consciousness um and it's kind of hard to get away from that because that's what we see in like mainstream media all over the place, you know, TV, um, Instagram, social media, all that type of stuff. We see these people and we want to live up to that. And we do extreme things to ourselves to kind of, um, portray what society says that beauty is, but I don't, um, it's a lot of people who can't really get with themselves and look at themselves and say that I'm beautiful, mm. not just on the outside, the inside. It's a lot mm-hmm. of pretty people with messed up, you know, views of themselves. Yes. Um, so I think it's, it's good for people to strip themselves of everything. Um, the makeup, the weaves, you know, it could even be 
friends who are, you know, talking in your ear about certain things. Like we, even our friends encourage us like, oh, you should wear that because that looks good on you mm-hmm. or do your hair like this or, you know, whatever, whatever. It's just like, okay, if I feel like it, I don't feel like it. I think I look good either way. Thank you. Um, but yeah, that's, that's a, a tough topic to discuss, especially when it comes to women. Yeah. Um, there's so much to uncover. It like, is. I wouldn't. Even, I don't even know what to tackle. You know what I mean? To like, tackle first. What like, do what do you even? First. Okay, so let's do like the makeup. Yes, let's let's talk about that. The makeup piece. Yes. Um, I don't know. A lot of women are. They have different reasons as to why they wear. Yeah. They do. A lot of people do. Um, hmm. I think. And then a lot of people try to put a negative connotation on the fact that women wear makeup. Yep, 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 and yep. Let's, even women. Yep. You know, even women attack other women. It's like, yeah. you know, their post pictures, oh, no makeup. It's like, sis, you might need to put a little bit on because, Hello. you know, you can you can stay in some <laughs> mascara. Just a and, little. You know. I agree. So, but I, I just don't like the 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 shaming when it comes <laughs> Not that, like, do what you want to do you know right. what I mean? if you want to wear the makeup wear it if you don't you don't um if you if you're somebody who feels like you have to have it on because you're unhappy with how you look then you need to do some soul searching and figure that out for yourself but i you know what i mean like there are days where i want to wear it because i like how i look in makeup. Right. there are days where i don't feel like dealing Putting with it, it. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay you know i could amen makeup mm-hmm. today i mean it just depends on, you know, each individual and how you feel when you're doing it. You know what I mean? So the whole shaming, I feel like that's completely whack. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think there are times where women put on too much. And that's not to shame them. It's just like, girl, you Sis. Like a clown. Yeah. So now some women do take <laughs> it to the extreme to where it does alter the complete look of them. Yeah. You know, and I get the right. I get the frustration (laughs) with that. But if I want to put on some concealer and a little powder and some lip gloss, I'm gonna do that, and I don't care who feel what way about it because you shouldn't. You gotta do what makes you happy and what makes you feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times with the whole makeup piece is that you know, not a lot of times. There's sometimes that women put on makeup to cover up. Oh, some women put it on because they get more attention when they're wearing it versus when they don't. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing like with a weave, but we're going to stick to makeup right now. You know, um, understanding that the beauty of wearing makeup is to accentuate what you already have. Yeah. But if you don't see in value what you already have, then you're definitely covering up you. It, n- it's never enough. It's never enough. So then um, some women feel like they have to put on more than what they should mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, to be able to feel beautiful, accepted, whatever that 
that thing is. So now that I've even said that, you know, I go back to identifying who you are and what you've been through because sometimes women wear makeup to cover up rejection, shame, abandonment, all these different things because they need that attention to distract people and distract themselves from really what's buried, which are the issues of rejection, shame, whatever it is that they're trying to bury and not really deal with. Mm-hmm. So, you know, how do we help women come out of that place to really realize that? And I called it beauty is not the beast because of the opposite beauty. And beauty is, you know, that thing where women are like, okay, I have to be beautiful. And so I have to go get this Mac. I have to go get this mm-hmm. um, whatever. I don't even know names like that. NARS yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you're paying all this money to be quote unquote beautiful when it really starts with yourself. Mm -hmm. But if you don't see yourself as beautiful, you might see yourself as a beast looking person or not. And then a beast may be harsh, but when I think of a beast, it's something that's not pretty. It's something that's ugly, Mm -hmm. something that they're ashamed of, you know? So kind of why I called it that. Yeah. That's good. It's deep. Yeah. Like I said, <laughs> I mean, at me. <laughs> no, because I mean that's just one aspect of it. You know what I mean? So but I think no matter what aspect or what angle you look at, it's all gonna come back to you have to look within yourself. You know what I mean? And really think about what you were taught as a child what was said to you, what was poured into you to give you the different perceptions and outlook of what beauty is or how you view yourself and yeah. see yourself. Yeah, that's it. that's all going to play a factor into what you deem is beautiful mm-hmm. and what you think is ugly. So it's all going to, once again, go back to self. And it does. I mean... And as women, we're horm- we're hormonal, so it's like, oh my god, this pimple on my face! Oh, this makes me look ugly. It's a pimple. God bless. Yeah. Yeah. This freckle on my face that I've had for years, or these freckles, am I pretty because I have freckles? Am I pretty because I have a mole? It's like, just embrace who you are. Period. Yeah, and that comes with, but and that comes with a struggle because a lot of times we've been through so much, or even you know, going back to childhood, being teased for that thing that now. You know, we're challenged to call beautiful, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I remember for me, you know, okay, so recently I tried, <laughs> I laughed myself, I tried <laughs> growing my hair out. I couldn't stand it. Mm. Like, I got a haircut and I went back a week later and it's like, shave it off. Because I feel my most beautiful self, my most natural self without hair. Mm-hmm. Now, that ain't everybody's thing. You know, some people are like, oh, I need my weave. I need my wig. I need this. I need whatever. Like, no, my most beautiful self is no hair. With some big earrings. Yeah. I think we let <laughs> people define what beauty is for us. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. we don't really take the time to think about what it is for us. So... If we see that society loves the long hair or all the makeup or get this name brand, whatever, you're like, oh, yeah, I want to get that, too, to make me feel a certain way. Mm-hmm. So we 
we let and we let other people tell tell us too like yeah that looks great mm-hmm. no that doesn't it's sometimes within reason there may be some things that look more flattering than others don't get me wrong but too often we just we give pe- other people too much power and yeah. say so over our lives without really even thinking about it yeah it's just so it's just so natural and we just listen and then our ideas just go out the window and then that's the power of influence though yeah it is. and then you have a lot of people out here calling themselves influencers because they know that they have that power to shape people's minds and make them believe the things that they're saying or go along with what the thing the things that they do um it's wow. very powerful but if you don't know yourself and i think it all goes back to like you said knowing yourself and then knowing who you are with god like if you have that solidified connection and you see yourself the way god sees you there's that's that there's no other confidence that can compare the confidence that you get from god because if I know who I am and God, there's nothing you can tell me about me. <laughs> it takes a while to get there. And then what do you tell people who don't believe in God? I was just getting ready to you say that. Yeah. Not everybody is going to believe in God. And I think about that a lot of times, too. Mm-hmm. Like, what in the world? Because they be talking about the universe. And I'll be like, what is that? God but the, the universe. But the universe has, it's God. I get what you're saying. It is. If, but we know that but what I'm saying people who people will take biblical principles and ideas and call it something else. When the base nine times out of ten the basis of what they're saying, the foundation came is God, is God, God. from the Bible. Okay, okay. So I'll okay. call the universe and I'll be like, the universe just say God. But they're not a Christian, so they're not gonna say they're not gonna God. Say you know say what I'm God. Mm-hmm. Or they are Christian and they or, or they're conforming to what society is doing. But that's all. We could talk about that later. <laughs> but, yeah, I think about that all the time for the people whose foundation and belief is not rooted in Christ. Like, what what, what, what do you cling? You know what I'm saying? Like, what is... I can't even get it out because I'm confused. Like, I can't relate, so I don't and know. I don't ju- and I don't judge or anything like that. You believe what you believe, whatever. That has, you know what I mean? But, like, what do you Ooh. cling on? Where does your, you like... Really, you want to talk about that? You want to dive into that? Yeah! It's intelligence. I think, because um, I, I knew I worked with an atheist um, girl before. And we had conversations, and she was really smart, really intelligent. And I just, I, it clicked. Like, okay, you're too smart for your own good. <laughs> like, you, you think you know everything, everything, yeah. beyond the knowledge of God. Wow, wow. You, you know what I mean? Wow. Like, everything wow. has a scientific reasoning, Yeesh, and this girl. is why this happened, and you know, so. I don't, as far as, like, when you need that faith piece, I don't, I don't really. I don't, and then they be talking about, like, vibrations and your higher self. I be like, shut up. But vibrations and crystals. Don't get me started on these. No, not crystals. No, not crystals. (laughs) No, they do. But look, but, but. And your chakras, what? That stuff is. Come on, come on. Okay, so vibrations, energy, that's all God. Yeah, absolutely. But when, but when they try they, to separate the, the two. two, right? Mm-hmm. That's when the trouble. That's when we start, you know, going into a whole other realm. When they, divisive. And that's yeah, when yeah. I'll be getting confused. I'll be like, "What?" And see, that stuff scares me because I know, like, I know what it is. Like I said, there's so many like biblical principles that 
people have with these vibrations and things like that. And I'll just be like, what? And then it, it just gets, like, weird and scary. <laughs> Study yourself to be approved. They're often, like, the field journaling. And, you know, I'm, I was thinking to my higher self today, meditating. Girl, what? <laughs> just say you was in prayer talking to God. Shit. My, what is Wait, that? Wait, hold on. Gap, gap. It's a new <laughs> lingo that, no, 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 no. It's a it's a good it's a it's a new lingo that's going on that if you're not rooted and grounded in God and understanding that that lingo can pertain to the things of God it will throw you off to think that there is no God like yeah. you have to you have to know that line of distinction yeah. and you have to really p- pull on your discernment that you know and what you go back to study yourself to be approved I mean yeah you know so we live in such a woo I just felt the download come on let's so. Go. We live in such a day and age where it's a microwave society. Yeah. So if people can just get it the way that they getting it, the way they getting it. That's good enough. It's good enough. So that whole vibrations and chakra, higher all that higher. And- okay. So if I'm not doing the work to be approved or to show myself approved. Okay. So I'm still in alignment with the things of God because I'm getting it this way. Okay, wait, say that again. So they're, in they're, their minds, they're thinking that they're in tune with God. It's a quick way of getting it. Some people aren't doing the, it sound because it sounds, it can. It some sounds pe- great. Don't it, get me wrong. Right. Sounds, That's what I'm saying. It sounds good and weird at the same time. But, the, but, the, but the it sounds, why, it sounds good and weird to you because you know the word. Yeah. No, they look weird. I'm, I'm, and I'm, I don't want to judge all nobody and how they know. They do. And I don't want to judge nobody. <laughs> not <laughs> all. I know. Gabby. You know why it looks weird? This is why it looks Oh, my weird. God. I'm here for candles, and I'm here for all of But they're, like, maybe literally I'm done in the with fields, you. lighting candles with crystals. But everybody ain't doing li- that. Listening yeah. to soft Gab. music. And I'm just, like. Everybody ain't doing that. People look like us doing that stuff. Weird. Yeah. Well, you know, and for me, so from my it's, personal experience, I've seen more of that. And then they just get into the that higher self talk, like I was saying before, and using all this different lingo, and then it it, it gets a little weird. I think <laughs> you, I think you can compare it to um, re- religion in the church. Okay. They practice certain things just like we practice Come certain on, things Isha. in the church. So somebody else from another religion might come to a, a black church or whatever and see us praise dancing and be like, what are they doing? What are they doing? That looks weird. I'm not doing mm. that. I'm not going to partake in, you know, this is crazy. But I mean, that's how we connect. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's how we connect with God. So when, when in their, you know, practices or whatever, they have these different things that they believe in, you know, we don't necessarily believe in like idol things in Christianity. Mm-hmm. We don't, we don't do all of that, but Mm-hmm. They, it's just, it's a separate part of spirituality more than religion. Yeah. It's really more spiritual than anything. Okay. I, there are more way, different ways to connect with God than, than what we know. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's all of it. That's and, I, and, I, and I think the lingo is what throws me off. But it draws people in. It does draw people in, but I think that's what it is. And I'm just like, what in the But world? if you are not sure and not aware and not really mm. grounded in what you believe in, if you cross over into that, you can it'll, get lost. It'll, it'll get you. Yeah, it will. It will come And they'll say something has healing powers and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, for real? Like, hmm. <laughs> you be like, for Now, do I think there are certain things that can make, you know, better, whatever, fine. But a whole <laughs> healing power to, like, fix your life? 
but I'm here's like, the okay, thing, man. and I'm laughing at I'm laughing at the way you're looking at me, but I I, I hear what you're saying <laughs> because it can really throw you off if you're not yeah. rooted and grounded in knowing that vibrations and energy. It literally, I mean, we're we're full of energy if you look yeah. at it from that perspective. But the way that people are throwing it out there, it's making you think otherwise. Like it's taking it, can, and it takes the God out it of take, it. They're, t- they're stripping the God out of it. But when you're rooted in, in God, you know and can see the God in these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, even vibrations, if you really do your research, and there's a, a, an amazing guy by the name of Bruce Lipton, Dr. Bruce Lipton. And he has all kinds of videos on YouTube and he talks about the conscious and subconscious mind and energy and vibrations and things of that yeah, nature. That's real. And it's real. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, tied back into things that are rooted and grounded in God. So, you know, there are, you know, it goes back to that study yourself to be approved um, because you really want to make sure that you know what you know, how you know it for yourself mm-hmm. and not just jumping on the bandwagon. Um, that's easy to jump on these days because we live in this microwave society where we would rather jump on the bandwagon than actually search the scriptures and un- get an understanding mm-hmm. or picking up books that are rooted and grounded in the things of God that can show and prove these things that are going on in the world. Wow. Wow. I'm blown. I mean, because they do mention, like, the different types of stones and things in the Bible. But some of that stuff is, I'm I'm with Gabby, spooky and wooky and kooky. It, it definitely is, because, I mean... People have taken it to the wrong context. Yeah, and they've taken it to they a can, whole nother level just to like, feed into whatever they believe. Kind of you know like, I mean? Kind of like taking the scripture and manipulating it to fit their situation. To fit their life. Yeah, that's what it is. That's and then exactly even on the side of Christianity, like you can use it to manipulate people in a certain type of way Absolutely. for evil gains. You know, the same thing with other practices. So, um, yeah, with the, the whole shocker things like you can manipulate people, you know, to convert them to your own, you know, standard of religion or spirituality or whatever. So, I mean, on both sides, it's, you can. Yeah. It's evil and good on both sides. It is. Cause you, okay, and this is what I, I see a lot of. Um, oh, Lord. No, seriously. <laughs> have you ever, like, seen those bowls and it has, like, a thing and you spin it and it, like, makes noise? Vibrations. Yeah. And Very calming. Com- Very mm-hmm. calming. No. You think, what do you think that is? It's a spiritual ritual? What do you think? No, I think it's not calming. Yeah. for me stuff like that for me wouldn't be calming i'll be like what are you doing see when people get into stuff like that i'm very careful to listen to what they're saying and speaking over and i think i think this is where the weirdness gets for me a lot of people are just so open and willing to expect what people speak over their lives ah. so even for me even when i'm in church and someone's prophesying over me i'm very quick to listen i will always go back to god and like release whatever as you should as as i should yeah you know what i'm saying because yeah. you never know where somebody and some and you can discern a yeah. lot of times where somebody's mind and where somebody's heart is whether they're from the church or whether they're not um but i just see people so quick to just accept anything and everything microwave and society like, y'all be careful somebody just spoke something over your life and it sounds good mm-hmm. but do you really know where like that source is 
coming from. You and know what I'm that's good because a prophecy should come to confirm what God has already shown and told you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's times where prophecy comes to. It could also come to warn, warn you. you. Yeah. You yeah. know, um, but again, it goes back to being rooted and grounded in the things of God. But here's the thing. I, I can say this myself. When I, I, when I first started believing in prophecy, it, let, let me back that all the way up. When I first got my prophetic word, my first one, it blew me out the water mm-hmm. because I had never experienced that type of accuracy in relation to my life mm-hmm. um so it kind of freaked me out and down through the years i sound like down through the years god's been good to me <laughs> oh, that's what i automatically thought about when i said that but um just thinking about down through the years now after i got my first prophecy and i remember claire's day it was in 2018 i mean i'm sorry 20 20 2008 and it shook me because i had never understood what that really meant like the whole prophetic world yeah that stuff would trip you it'll trip you out and so now um i'm seeing and i have been for years seeing you know prophecies that have been spoken over my life not only confirm but also reveal and uh, but you have to be positioned in a place to be able to discern if because there's so many people. It'll trip you up. There's so many. Prophecies will have you thinking it's going to happen tomorrow. Right. And it, that's not. Sometimes it does. Sometimes, sometimes it, it doesn't. Sometimes it, it takes years to manifest. But you have so many people that are so quick to go to these conferences and things of that nature where prophetic people are going to be. Thirsty they're thirsty. That's what they're living off of. Exactly. You to tell them the future mm. who they are with. like ain't nobody miss cleo up in this mud but like, here's the thing but psychics are nobody but people who are prophetic using their gifts mm, in the, wrong, in the way. wrong way absolutely so but then you i mean you get tied into someone who is a um psychic and then you you dealing with a whole nother set of yeah that stuff be scary i don't play with that no i mean and when i was when i didn't know i did like i had my palm read so what what is that like, like i've always wondered what that's like like i would never go just because i know that's coming from a different room. i didn't know that i, I had know, no clue the experience so they read your palm and then what like they Man, see the stuff look, they, what, what from my palm i was young <laughs> and dumb look here what was that like i want to know let me tell you something i love god so much that i can't even recall what they showed me really but do you remember like the process? Even I, if you don't remember, like what I remember, was said. yeah, I remember the, I remember the process. But the crazy part of what I, the only thing that I remember from that is them saying that, ooh, them saying <laughs> that um, I, I would live a long life. I remember, that's the only thing I remember. Everything else is a blur. So she just literally looks like at they, your palm they and look at they, in, they right? look at your palm and then they just re- like a prophecy. Literally, they just they read. Look at your, they look so at yeah, like looking back at it now because I was young. <laughs> I was like, what in the I've heck was I wondered, thinking? And did you have you ever had a, um the tarot card? Reading? No, now that no. scares the crap out of me. No. I know somebody who does that and they're like so into it, and I'd be like. I'm scared. 
I'm scared. I'm scared. God to give me. I don't. My thing is, I don't know what spirit you calling on, and I got enough <laughs> to deal with. I'm not Look, gonna be fighting off extra stuff if I don't have to. That's kind of like, um, mm-hmm. you know, when you were younger, you would do stuff like that, like um, the Ouija board. Baby, I ain't never <laughs> played with no Ouija board. Okay. <laughs> oh I was my god. That scary kid. You because no when you're young, you're not afraid of anything because you're Man, you're unaware. Look you're here. unaware of a lot. So. We used to do try to lift each other up with the two fingers yes, and you know all of that. Light as a feather, stiff as a yeah, board. Yeah, that thing. So <laughs> we didn't know what we was playing with. Girl, <laughs> like, no, we had no clue. <laughs> we're like, let's play. Okay. What? Oh now you look back and be like, I was conjuring spirits. Dumb. Oh my god. That's why. God, y'all look, look. God forget. <laughs> Whatever, Gabby. <laughs> The PK, hold on, hold on, Isha. The PK that uh, everything now, was holier than thou when I was going. I, I, no, I was scared. That's the thing. Like I wouldn't because like, she I was knew. Scared. Like I you knew. had access to the knowledge that we didn't. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have all that. Light as, mm-hmm. We would go to sleepovers. Light as a feather, slip as a board. Demon, what's that? Oh, I ain't got time. And it and was so fun. Downstairs, I sleep off with playing with. I'm like, nah, because we'll get go, scared. If a monster finna come up under this bed, look, it's gonna be a problem. <laughs> I came over here to eat hold pizza hold on, and watch out. movies. Hold on. So, right. you, so you've been ratchet all your life, is what you're telling us? <laughs> Even as a kid, like, since the tender age of five, <laughs> <laughs> that's where it started. Ah, uh, that's great. But it's crazy when you look back and think about like we really used to like play with like spirits. <laughs> but, that, but you know what? But that's how they get you. Yeah. Because even in like wow. the cartoons, there was some stuff that I couldn't watch because my dad was like, "No, this is demonic." Wow. And I was like, "Demonic? What does that mean?" They eating pizza and doing cartwheels. He was like, "No, because there's this symbol in here, and this is what this means." Man, and, this, no. and I'd be like, "What?" Everything that I loved was so you was put on to subliminals at a young age. Subliminals, yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know what that was. Now I still watch some of it because I'm like, okay, whatever, Dad. I'm gonna watch it. He'd be like, fine, whatever. Do what you want to do. I told you. Okay, Mm. fine. I'm finna watch it. (laughs) You know, (laughs) some stuff I did. Some stuff I didn't. But he was like, well, I'm just letting you know. Okay, fine. Thanks. Thanks. That's the case. I need to be blind. Blind Man, everything blind and deaf. Because <laughs> everything is demonic. Exactly. <laughs> right? Everything. It's, there is subliminals, which is why it all goes back to just really being rooted in Christ and using your discernment. Because everything out there, not everything, most things mm-hmm. are crazy. And I don't... And, I wonder if people know. You know what I mean? Sometimes I wonder about that, like the creator of things. Like, do they know the real meaning? Or do they just think this looks cool or sounds cool? Sometimes I really do think. They know. I really do they think. But sometimes I think they don't know. Some people don't. Um, I I think think a lot of people do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The creators, yes. The people who are a part and promoting and, you know, part of it, maybe not. But the creators, yeah. It just, I don't know. It's everywhere. You just got to be aware and careful. Because I shall not be scared. <laughs> Are you now? Are I you mean, not, not scared. I just don't have it the time to just even to entertain <laughs> some stuff. Like, if I know for sure, for sure, this is not It comes with God. maturity, you know. I just don't have the time. That's another thing, too, with, like horoscopes oh here we go this stuff be accurate okay uh, uh, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 
I'm sorry. But as Christians, like, whatever, whatever. Where, hold on. Where's that? Go as my pastor, Pastor John Hanna says, go Bible. Go Bible. Now, do I think where that's is that? the end all, be all of my life? Absolutely not. I think it's They be accurate, though. They be like, dang. Okay, so if we talk about horoscopes, then we got to talk about fortune cookies. Oh, yeah, I like we do. Cookies. I don't I, see. I don't think there's anything wrong with fortune cookies. Do I feel I, a, I a small guilt behind it, but I still like. Do it. you? Yeah, Why? I don't. Because you think I don't think it's going to tell my fortune. Sometimes it has a good motivational word. Something yeah, good yeah, is yeah, gonna yeah. happen to you today. Okay, oh, yes, I'm, <laughs> I'm looking for okay. it. Yep, you know what I'm saying. It's coming from the north, south, east, or west. This right. way, wealth will come upon you. Oh, unthinkable, shundalagable, shataya. Yes, God. Like, oh, do you know when you're sidebar when you're open fortune cookies, you're supposed to say like in bed after. Hmm. I'm not. You are. Why? Something good will happen to you today in bed. Get it? See, it's really fun. Next time, oh, sorry, <laughs> the kid in the room. <laughs> No, I promise you, if anybody's listening, the next time you go out and there's fortune cookies. No, for real. Yeah, absolutely. my mama taught me. Um, she did. That's where I got it from. Just I don't understand. I don't, it's fun to say. <laughs> That's it? No, there's, there's no really principle it. behind it? No. It's I'm done. Really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I mean, there's no moral, no rhyme or reason to say, oh, to say it. Oh, my. Anyways, let's yeah, go back to these horoscopes. I think they're... Biblical or not? Well, what's the whole? What's the source behind it? I mean, I guess you gotta go there if we're talking about if it's biblical or not. But I, I read them from time to time and be like, yeah, that's true. Hold on. So we got a little special guest who want to say something. You want to greet the people, Cam? You want to say hi? Oh, now you acting shy. Ain't that something? Hey. <laughs> that's all you got for us? How old are you, Cameron? Eight. How long are you here with us? Like, Where are you know. from? Edward. We can't hear you. Edward. Where is that? What state is that? Mississippi. We can't hear you. Mississippi. Oh, okay. Mississippi. So, what do you want to be when you grow up? I don't know. You don't a preacher. know? A preacher? No. A speaker? <laughs> a skateboarder? You don't know yet? Okay. We'll give you time. <laughs> we'll give you time. Just know you're going to be great at whatever you decide to be. Absolutely. You have greatness all over you. Runs through your veins from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. You know that, right? Do you know that, sir? Mm-hmm. Say, I know that. I know that. Okay. No. Okay. He's so anxious to greet the mic, but he's not out at the same time. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> we'll groom you in the things of the mic. Hi. Go bullshit. <laughs> da, 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 bullshit. <laughs> Hey. I told you to tell him your cash app while you over here playing. I am not. I do not believe in all you that. You said you quit your job. Cash app. Her cash app is what? Sakar Nicole? Absolutely not. Do not listen to any of that. What is it? Let's talk about horoscopes. No. Petty. Just pettiness. I'm trying to help. As you fling your hair. Horoscopes. Are you looking up what horoscopes mean, Gabby? It up. So do you? While I'm looking at, I believe it. Some know? sometimes they are very accurate. Okay. Okay, that's just like people don't believe in astrology. That comes from God. Oh, here we go. Come on, j- I heard come on. Sigh. You don't think astrology is God? I I didn't say that. What do you think? Um, 
I mean, all, I don't know. Because I'm just thinking about some things that I've heard that somebody told me that, like, the future telling and the psychic ability and all of that is, like, demonic spirits. Okay, so let's talk about how the stars were a navigation system for those in Bible days. So why, how, how is it not that we can't believe in astrology? I think as far as what it is in today's society, there people it is. have turned it yes. into something that was once yeah. okay to use, you uh-huh. know what I'm saying, and acceptable reading of Christ, and now people have used it for their own pleasure. Uh-huh. And it's now become something that is deemed to be demonic or not okay. So because they they took that and ran with it. So we've we so we've turned it. The world the world system has turned a kingdom principle into something that into a lot of principles into like the rainbow for instance. Come on, we were just talking about this yesterday, my friend of mine. We know that the rainbow stands for um, the covenant and God's promise that He made to the people, but today it stands for homosexuality and that irritates me. that it really does irritate me and that's not okay but i'm thinking like how could we ever switch that um when christians stop being silent and grow some balls and stop letting the world have all of these biblical principles and staying silent mm. so until somebody speaks out and says something but and in speaking out, they have to do it without judgment and in love. And that's the thing, because I, I understand the whole biblical pieces of things of that nature. And so it's, I think a lot of it, not a lot of it, it goes back to being rooted and grounded in love and accepting people for who they are and where they are, no matter who they are and yeah. where they are in, in their beliefs and just understanding that, um, we those who who are christians and believe in the rainbow being this this those who believe it being that that and guess what it's all okay because that's their belief yeah but i think christians just need to stop being silent about a lot of stuff because they will we i'm a christian so we bicker and complain inside the church the four Mm -hmm. walls behind closed doors about what we don't like this is blah 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 and then when it's time to step out into the world and be the church, either nobody's talking. We fall back into the or norm. Or we fall back into the norm. Mm-hmm. Or when they are talking, it has you're going to hell. God hates you. God doesn't love you. Turn from it's your wicked ways. Love, yeah. It's like, what? If you're trying to show people who Christ is and show love, and if you want people to become a Christian, why would anybody? I don't want to listen to you when I'm a Christian if the first thing that you tell me, God hates me, Jesus. Um, and I'm going to hell, and I'm going to be condemned. Mm-hmm. What What are you talking about? Like, that makes no sense. You can still be in the world and not of it. And wow. yeah. I, until, you know, Christians really get that through their head, like, nothing is going to change. Nope. And you can agree to disagree and still walk with along some alongside somebody in love. Like that's what relationship is. You're mm-hmm. not always going mm-hmm. to agree and that's okay. okay. Right. You feel what I'm saying? It doesn't mean the person has something against you. It doesn't mean you need to attack the other person. You just have different value system, different beliefs. Mm-hmm. You can talk about it and keep it moving. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't happen 
And now everybody in today's society is so sensitive. As soon as I agree, disagree with you, you hate me. You don't oh like my. me. Right. Like, or the other person is on the defense because you don't agree with their lifestyle or the choices that yeah. they make. So now they don't like you. And that's just like, what? And that's because society condemns them to where we can't even have like a one-on-one conversation with somebody or even an opinion without someone feeling attacked like you hate you know yeah. this group of people because right. you don't agree with with their practices that's not that's how not- that works but that's how they portray it to be absolutely and i think because you know what it is there's so much hurt and anger and pain that people have yet to be healed from or mm-hmm. dive into and acknowledge so wow. when you're operating out of a place of hurt yeah i'm gonna feel attacked Accountability feels like an attack when you're not ready for it. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, wow. Yeah. So, yeah. there's no way I'm going to listen to you because as soon as you tell me you don't like this, what? You don't like it. And then they build <laughs> they build a whole community of people that are hurt, and then they hurt together. And it's Absolutely. just like, okay, they can now. Right. To the right. Type of pain. Exactly. And- so, it just causes like a big. Now it's just like a hate crime to say, I don't agree. Right. With your practices because, I mean. That's deep. Nobody's being healed. We all we all just staying broken and hurt together, and it's okay. And you're just living, going about your business, living your life, hurt and mad, mm. and that's that. It's unfortunate and it's sad. How do we and it's change on, it? It's on both ends of the spectrum. You know what I mean? How do we change it? You got to worry about yourself, man. Yeah, that's a part. It's really, it's, it starts on a personal level, though. Seriously, like, they have to really deal with their individual hurt individually yeah. before they could come forth and be comfortable with who you are. If this is who you say you are, be comfortable in that Absolutely. and own it. Because it's a lot that's of things good. about me that I can't change that society doesn't necessarily like or agree with. Mm-hmm. I cannot change the fact that I'm black. I cannot change the fact that I'm a woman, you know. But I have to go forth in life still. <laughs> yes. And I'm comfortable with being black. I'm comfortable comfortable with being a woman. So and and that's the life I live. And you you know, you're not gonna make me feel bad about either. So if you choose that life, choose it. Live it. <laughs> own it. Like that's you. But you know, understand that there is hate in the world. Yeah. And you're gonna get it. Like, you know, but and how do you deal with it is the thing. And, yeah. and it's a it's a, it's a choice and decision to deal with everything that we deal mm-hmm. with. It's how you deal. It's how you respond. And the more that people play that victim role. Yeah. Oh, that's. Mm-hmm. That victim role is so deeply rooted to where I think we talked about it. You know, being mindful of how. Influencers need to be careful on how they influence people because it can be from a deeply rooted place if they're not healed. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it goes back to really um, choosing to acknowledge your hurt, deal with it, and then be that person you've been created to be. Because, man, when you are on assignment, you can't be healing the world broken. Right. You can't because you're just creating more broken. people. It's a cycle. You're creating mm-hmm. a cycle of broken people. And, mm-hmm. it's, you know, people we talk about this all the time on the show. And I think we talk about it because uh, we understand identity and we understand that a lot of things that are deeply rooted come from childhood. And you, you only act out on what you see and what you know. 
And so when you act out on what you see and what you know, you're attached to that until you can see (laughs) and deal otherwise, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's just that whole fear of actually knowing the power of you so you can deal with you first and then everything else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's a challenge to deal with yourself. Yeah, because it's easier to blame other people, especially when somebody's hurt you. You know what I'm saying? Because it gives you a reason to feel justified in your emotions. <laughs> yeah. Like, this person did this or said this. No, I have a right to be upset. Okay, you probably do. Um, but you're giving this person too much authority. You know what I mean? And staying mad. And I think wow. a lot of people probably feel like there's power in staying mad. Wow. Um, and there isn't? <laughs> no. <laughs> there no. isn't. You're using more energy to stay mad than you are. That that can be utilized to get yourself out of this mess. Mm-hmm. You know, and but if you, it's kind of like, um, it, there's more, com- it, it sounds crazy, but it's real. There's more comfort than being this person that you don't want to be than doing the work to be free. Because most people are the people who they don't want to be. And it's a whole community of those type of people. So if I feel a certain type of way and I'm going over here and we friends because we, you know, have those things in common. So you're validating my feelings about how I feel. And then it just goes on to the next person and there's a whole community. So now we're on the same page where we hate these people who aren't or who, you know, are aware of themselves. Um, I was just saying yesterday, like, even when it comes to gifts and talents like your insecurities if you're not secure with what you have you're not going to be secure with what someone someone else has Absolutely. so if you know you can look at someone and we both sing but you time know, out what no i'm giving an example oh <laughs> she was gonna go ham yeah, no. I'm about to say, you no, I'm giving an now? example. Say, oh. say, you know, if if we, you know, my friend and I, we both sing. Well, she can hit a note that I can't hit. You I, know, I think she can sing, and she can, and she can do things that I can't do. If I'm not comfortable with my abilities, I'm gonna definitely be jealous of her. Yeah, and it's I'm gonna funny. Be it's funny you say that because <laughs> one of my girls, she just recently experienced that, mm-hmm. and she sings for some of everybody. And a, a friend of hers is slightly jealous of her mm-hmm. because of that. Absolutely. Because she's not secure with her gifts. Yeah. So if you're not, there's no way that you can, you know, be happy for someone else or, you know, you're going to be jealous of them and you're going to be insecure about it because you're not secure with yourself. And that's, in, but again, that goes back to acknowledging your flaws, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, I think oh I was sharing with you guys briefly off air was that you no I was sharing with my friend Rika this morning on my way here on how um God is really God's really speaking because I'm going before him and seeking him on some of my flaws mm. and I'm and I'm boldly confess okay I don't like this part about me mm-hmm. show me how to change this mm-hmm. and he'll be like da, 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 da. and sometimes there's moments where I'm like oh yeah okay cool and it'll click and you yeah just be like, then there's other moments where I'm like oh 
hurt. Yeah. Um, yet I'm like, all right, I can do this because once you can really deal with your flaws, it's such a freeing place because you've conquered yet again you. Mm-hmm. And so you're literally continued to building who you are when you can really openly admit that I don't like this about me, this part about me, ugh. You know, and it might not be so ugh. It just might be something that needs to be enhanced or enlightened or yeah. taken to the next level. And that's where I'm at with a lot of just, and I shouldn't even say flaws. They're just elements of me that I'm paying more attention to these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're not perfect. Even though we no. think that we're right or righteous in the things that we do, the way that we do them, God will definitely show you you. And yes. like you said, he'll allow you to conquer you. But in that conquering, you're also empowering yourself. Absolutely. At the same time to kind of, because once you get out of your way, there's like, you're unstoppable. Yeah. And that, and that itself is a decision. Mm-hmm. A very conscious decision, you, a very mature decision. Yeah. And you know, we, a lot of people, oh, I, I, should, I was about to make the voice, you know, <laughs> um, you know, um, I'm just gonna move out of my way. Okay, move then. Mm-hmm. And what people feel uh, realizes it's just not that easy to move out your way. Mm-hmm. You got to take. You got first. You got to get the bags that you've been carrying. Either figure out if you gonna leave them there. Unpack what you need to bring with you. <laughs> it's decisions and even moving out of your own way. What does mm-hmm. that really look like? You got to recognize the fact that you have bags. Yeah, <laughs> like a lot of people Own don't them. think. Own what you got. They, yeah, that they Own don't what have you baggage. Got. Like that's you know that first step is admitting that you have a problem. That I mean, <laughs> and guess what? There's power in admitting that you have a problem. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with the fact that you saying I got this issue. Yeah, more power to you if you can say I got this issue. And it's like okay, now that I realize that I I identified that I have this issue. Where am I needing to put this energy into getting to the end all be all? Because now that you've identified it, oh my God, let's ring the bell on that. That's amazing. (laughs) Now what you going to do? That's it. You can identify all day long, but it's the momentum in changing what you've identified that is the breaking. Uh, You can really, truly break yourself free from so much when you move. I I think it it doesn't happen overnight. No, God no. And like the realization part, that's the beginning. So you're aware, but you continue to operate in those same patterns. But it hits <laughs> it hits you different. Like you feel a certain type of way even after, and you'll probably end up in a situation to where it has to break you down enough to make you really see who you are in order to operate differently. Man, look. And I'm telling you, off of experience, the quicker you identify that thing and submit to doing the work, mm-hmm. the quicker the process mm-hmm. is. And the less painful And the less it painful is. it yeah. is. And the better you will be, not just for you, but those that are assigned to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just for you to be able to operate in what you've been called to operate in. Mm-hmm. It's so freeing. Yeah. Like, I mean, and there's always going to be areas that we have to work on. It doesn't just get to this place where, all right, I'm good. Yeah. Like, cool. Like, I'm done. No, no, you're done at that level. Mm-hmm. 
So now it's time to go up higher into my higher space. Shake it, shake it, a little slime shake. Hey, but no, just seriously, you know, but it, it takes work to do and it just takes work. It just mm-hmm. takes work. Mm-hmm. And you have to be dedicated to it. And have the right people around you that can really be like, no, you tripping. Like, no, you said you were going to do this. Why aren't you doing it? And even when it hurts, know that it comes from a place of love. Yeah. That's the the importance of a life coach. Like having somebody in your life to who is already aware of all of this, you know, and can kind of coach you through those steps to get because that's the key to the next level. Jesus right there. So, I mean, a lot of people some people don't see, and even therapists, a lot of people don't see the value you know, and having someone like that in your life to kind of help you through it. Like, there is no really, well, there is, but we don't use it as such. But there is no written manual to life. No, and even the Bible being our written manual, yeah. there's things that are outside of the written word that have to be, that we have to be challenged with, wow, mm-hmm. to take us back to the written word and even figuring out how to apply the written word you need somebody to help you yeah yeah you know what i'm saying yeah i mean there's wisdom and counsel so if i'm reading something what what does this even mean there's right i'm like i don't know what this. i don't know what this means okay so and the other thing is is you you hit it isha you know just the whole life coaching piece and i'm not just saying this to promote the fact that i am one I had to realize that call on my life and I ran for so many years mm-hmm. because I didn't want to deal with other people's stuff because I didn't feel like I was equipped to deal with other people's stuff because I'm dealing with my own. So it's like now that I found that balance that I am equipped as a life coach to help people get to where they need to be as well as me also seeking counsel to have, you know, because I have a branding coach, I have life coaches and mentors, I have that support that only, that I get poured into, but it also helps me to be a better life coach for my clients, so it's that domino effect to be able to even understanding who you are and whose you are, and the fact that being a life coach is a sacrifice in itself, because you're, you're taking on people where they are, and helping build them to get to their necks, and seeing that that potential more than they do sometimes Mm -hmm. and i love the fact that i can help people going back to what i said when we first started is that you know i'm a servant and i know that and so being a life coach is very rewarding because i'm able to serve christian women to help them get to their next because a lot of times we get stuck in the transition we might get stuck because of a bad relationship we might get stuck because we haven't dealt with rejection we might get stuck because we feel like we're a failure because that's what we've been told our whole lives or we get stuck because we've been told that we're stupid so now we're believing it and so now we can't move forward because we're stupid all these different elements that you cannot do alone it takes somebody to come mm-hmm. aside you to help you to unlock and live and rediscover who you are that's just not a tagline for my business that's life period Mm -hmm. to be able to really understand that we have to understand who we are to be able to live this best life to unlock what is next for us or even what's been trapped inside of us Mm -hmm. that needs to be rediscovered to be able to push forward on this thing called life to be able to operate on purpose for purpose yeah it's life 
Because yeah. we all have the power to do mm. so, and that's what people don't understand. When you say, I can't, or, you know, that's not for me. Okay, if that's not for you, find your way, but you have to do something. Like, you have to continue to grow. A lot of people get comfortable, and they want to stay, you know, in that space. So you're in the low income, and you've been there for 10 years now, and, you know, you want to move, but you're comfortable. And you know what? And it's funny because I was telling somebody, I said, I had to move on faith because I was so comfortable in my nine to five. Yeah. I know what to expect. Mm-hmm. I know even when I'm faced with different issues that, you know, on my job, I'm like, okay, I know how to get myself out of it eventually. Like sometimes it comes at me and I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, and I'm freaking out. But eventually I know how to get myself out of it. It's just that comfort of knowing and stepping out of your comfort zone. You don't know, but you're trusting you have the faith. You know what's in you. Mm-hmm. You know what you can do. And I, it yeah. comes to a place of knowing what. And yeah, there are some things that you can't do because it's not a part of what you're supposed to be doing. It's not like so much that you can't do it. Mm-hmm. That's just not a tie to your vision and your assignment to do. There's a difference. Mm-hmm. And so when you say I can't, it's not so much of a limiting belief. It's just I can't because that's not a part of my assignment. That's not a part of what I'm supposed to be doing. Right. So I can't. That's not a part of the vision that I set forth or God has set forth for me to execute in my life. Mm-hmm. So I can't do this. Yeah. And so, you know, that's that whole I was reading something. Oh, God, it was so good. Did I screenshot it? Because that's my life lately. I've been screenshotting <laughs> a whole lot of different things. It was so good. Maybe I didn't. But it was talking about distractions. Was that you? I don't know. It was talking about distractions and understanding that um, distractions come to alter your assignment. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so something that looks like an assignment can clearly be a distraction. So being able to identify the two. Yeah. Because when you're passionate uh-huh. about what you've been called and assigned to do, and ah, thank you, God. That's what it was. Talking about an opportunity may actually be a distraction. Yes. That's what it was. Hmm. And so understanding when you're passionate about your purpose and your assignment, opportunities will come. But is it a real opportunity that's in line with your vision and what, what God has called you to do? Or is it a distraction that's going to take you way left from your assignment? That's hard. That's hard. But that's when you have to have that relationship mm-hmm. and understand discernment and be able to come to God and say, God, I need for you to give me a sign. Speak to me yeah. what it is that I need because this opportunity is looking so good. Yeah. It's just really in alignment with my assignment. And I had that. I had to. I had to. I've been there recently. I'll just say that. And I was literally going back and forth. And the thing that got me, I love my relationship with God. I was like, well, God, this person has so many connects and I can utilize the resources that they have and build this and da da da. He stopped me in my tracks. He said, they may have the connects, but I am the connect. I was like, okay. (laughs) All right. That's it. Okay. All right. And I kept it moving because when I heard that, I was like, there it is boom keep moving yeah but again understanding that an opportunity can look so good Mm -hmm. but is it really in alignment with your assignment 
Absolutely. That's when you know you're really living life on purpose, when you ask those type of questions. Because mm. a lot of people, you know, they jumping on the first thing <laughs> coming. Riding out. Like, first let's thing go. Smoking, da, 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 I'm, I'm hey, hey you know, they going. Then, they going full force. And then you wonder why this and this and this is happening. Yeah. It's because it wasn't a part of your assignment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though God will allow for it to work for your good because you stepped into it, you learned something yeah. from it, yeah. but that's still not a part of your assignment. Right, right, right. right. And he'll redeem the time, mm-hmm. you know, but it still was something that you weren't even supposed to have your hands in anyways. He's going to slap your hands, but put them in the cookie jar and you weren't supposed to. <laughs> that oatmeal raisin cookie show tasted good. <laughs> Those are nasty, actually. So. I don't eat chocolate, so it can't be chocolate. <laughs> So something tasted good that it wasn't tasted in it. You weren't supposed supposed to taste. But yet he'll still make it good. Now that's a loving God. Yeah. And that's crazy. And he won't hold it against you. Yeah, he won't hold it. You veered off. Let me get you back on track. Here, here's what we got. Here's here's here, here's how we and really were supposed to do that. This is our mess that we created that we got our own self into for our good. And that's love. That mm-hmm. right there. That's, that's blo- love. That blows me every freaking time. Like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's love. We are over our time. Look, we might as well call the month of July the fishbowl topics. Here she go. <laughs> Here she go. I mean, for real. Because look, you know, normally we have a theme month. We don't have a theme month this month. The only time that we're going to have guests in on the show, it might be for um, he said, she said, they share. And of course, um, Church Unplugged. Other than that, we are just really talking from the heart and from the mind and the soul. And it's been powerful. It's definitely been powerful. Today was really, really, really good. So just in case you guys want to, again, well, you guys need to stay connected. We have a huge, huge, huge thing that we're working on. Not sure if we're going to launch it in August or September yet, but we got something for you. A little something, something. Yeah, a little something, something. Okay, so ways to stay in touch. Instagram, Vault Talks Women Share. That's Vault underscore Talks underscore Women underscore Share. And then our email address, we definitely want to make sure that we hear from you guys. Um, So it's VTWS at V-O-S-I-N-T dot com. Again, VTWS at V-O-S-I-N-T dot com. If you have a story that you are looking to share, look no further. Voss Publishing has your back. Not only will we coach you through the process, we'll create your book from start to finish and give you tips on how to promote and market your book. Make sure you send an email to Voss Publishing. That's all one word at V-O-S-I-N-T dot com. Again, V-O-S Publishing, all one word, at V-O-S-I-N-T dot com. Ladies, any parting words? (laughs) I know, we said a lot. We talked about a lot today. We did, Um, we did. Parting words, go follow our Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Yes! on Instagram. (laughs) <laughs> yes follow us on instagram we have something coming up here that you guys are going to definitely want to be following us for here in a moment so we're excited gab she's giving me that look I, nope <laughs> no I, I mean she has nothing for us i don't we we've uncovered a lot we've said a lot 
Um, we well, shared a lot. Quote? We could go back to the quote. Man, we... we every level is going to require a different you. It all goes back to that. And the beautiful thing about it is that you're equipped to handle each level. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You're more than equipped to handle each level. It just takes some digging um, and some... Um, being able to really be open to the process of going to that next level and knowing that you're not going to know everything and it's okay Mm -hmm. to embrace that so all right it's been one and we out Talk about it. Talk about it. Talk about it. Talk about it.